When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hi everybody and welcome to the following on podcast with TalkSport. I'm Mark Nicholas in St Lucia. Tonight England have recorded a convincing four-wicket win against uh, West Indies who didn't bat quite as well as they might have done. Not badly. Nicholas Peran was the standout. He made 58. But the moment in the innings that really thrilled us all was when Chris Jordan took a quite brilliant catch of his own bowling. Jordan bowls again and he did a chip. Oh, he caught it. Christopher Jordan has caught a blinder. Chipped back to him by Darren Bravo, but not back to him really. Wide of the pitch on the opposite side to which he was following through. He had to reverse his whole momentum, surge to his right, dive and pluck it just inches from the turf. That is brilliant in every single way. Yeah, and bowl well as a unit. They certainly fielded uh, superbly. Tom Curran had the best figures, and England did well to restrict West Indies to 160 for eight. Tom Curran with the last delivery now to the captain, Jason Holder, and Holder is swinging a headless straight. Is in the air, a chance for a catch. Catch taken at the long off boundary. Very well done by Sam Billings, and I have to say, he deserves to take that catch. His fielding was outstanding for this entire game. He takes a catch to finish the innings for the West Indies. 160 for 8 off of 20. England need 161. Do the West Indies have enough? Bairstow made 68 from 40 balls and Joe Denley scored at a runner ball for 30 as England comfortably reached the 161s they needed to go one up in the series. Brathwaite comes in, he's outside our stop, mid-offs up. It's hit up in the air, it's going to go and it is. It clears the rope, it clears the fence and it pops into the, the very lush outfield where the sand is. It was wide. It was full. He edged a similar ball at the end of last over. This time he gets up and under. Striding to the square. Quite interesting, actually, to see the um, how this technology with the stump uh, mic and cam works because there's a lot of underground wiring here, isn't there? Alex Tudor's with me. Tudor's that. 
That's a big hole and a lot of wires. Yeah, it is. It's a proper operation, isn't it? These guys, they do a fantastic job and it's able to get the effects back home for the people that are listening on the radio and uh, people watching on TV. It's, it's fantastic what they do. And then just behind the stumps, there's a, a rectangular hole and then a thin line and then a big circle. And he's taking the turf out of the ground now and taking out the, the cameras and the mic and, and the, all, all the leads that... So complex operation. Anyway, a good-looking pitch. I thought the pitch played very well. We wondered whether or not there'd be any issue with the pitch, whether those indentations we saw may bounce awkwardly for the players. But in general, I thought it was uh, a very fair pitch. Gave a little bit to everybody. Yeah, you're right there, Mark. Um, I think uh, Liam Plunkett was trying to bowl a lot of balls across the seam just to see what would happen with those indentations, but it wasn't too much really of misbehaving I think when the lads decided to uh, you know bend their back there was still that bounce that we saw in the, the last uh, 50 over match here where there was a lot of bounce and made the batsmen very uncomfortable the England players so uh, there wasn't much of that tonight a uh, lot of extras a lot of wides guys just slightly getting their line wrong a lot of boundaries hit and a lot of four balls but what West Indies do, especially when they bat, even though they have a lot of dots, they do clear the boundaries. I think it was nine sixes they hit to England's three. They do still have those power hitters, but what England do is run well between the wickets and that little partnership with um, Denley and uh, Billings just showed that communication they do have. They were putting the West Indian fielders under pressure and they didn't quite ground field like the English team did when they were fielding. How much off. would you say that tonight's win this is a hard question, but what, how would you balance the quality of England's cricket against the lack of quality in West Indies cricket? Yeah, I mean, listen, West Indies weren't on it today. They, for me, they, even though it was good to see Nicholas Punia, Punia back, I thought he was outstanding, held the innings together, gave them something, the bowlers, something to bowl at. If West Indies took their chances, there were a lot of drop catches. They took their chances, they're putting that England batting lineup under pressure. England bat deep, everyone bats in that team from 1 to 11, so you need to take your chances. Um, England will be happy, I think they'll be happy with you know, their ground field in the way that Tom Curran bowled, Chris Jordan, they haven't played a lot of cricket, but they've played franchise cricket around the world, so obviously they came game ready and they were able to hit their straps. It was good to see Billings come out and obviously Denley have a back to that partnership, basically won that game for England. Disappointed they didn't see England over the line, but they gave them some time in the middle. Well, I'm going to ask Owen Morgan that, if we get a chance to have a word with him. Are you, um, Rob Key and I were, uh, I think I would say that we were a bit critical of the two of them getting out as they did. I mm. thought they should have guided England to victory together. Yeah, I think so. When I, you know, when I was on comms, I, I said, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity for both Joe and for Denley to make sure they see England home. A little 30 not out or so would have been fantastic for their confidence to see England over the line. As you say, a lot of times in T20, we see a lot of people get 20s. You know, if you're being overcritical, you're saying, listen, you need to see us home. You know, don't leave it to the rest of the batting lineup to see you over the line. I just feel sometimes when you have a deep batting order, do they, in their subconscious, all think, well, you know, Willie will see us home. If he doesn't see us, Chris Judon will see us home. If he doesn't, Rashid, Plunkett, as I said, when they bat deep, I think you have to take ownership on yourself and be that sort of strong mental toughness where you say, look, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be, I'm going to get the pats on the back when I come off and see us over the line. I think if England are going to sustain that, be number one. I think that's what those players have to do. Who's your man of the match tonight? For me, it'd be Tom Curran. I'll give it to a bowler. Um, it was good 
to see Johnny Bairstow um, get 68 as he did and batters getting it but for me I think Tom Curran was outstanding I think he's just brought in the form that he's brought from the big bash route to give him a lot of confidence I think you know the captain trusted him today he, he was his death bowler and his four for 36 I think it was was outstanding tonight Tom Curran I, I, well, I, we don't know yet I'll tell you what is interesting we haven't seen either captain or the man of the match I don't see Curran around no, I see Bairstow who's come down I think it might be going to Bairstow by the look of it. Um, anyway, whatever. Um, it's, it's a very anticlimactic scene here, isn't it? It was a good crowd in, and for a time, we had a good atmosphere. But in the end, England took the game away from West Indies, so it didn't really have the fervour that you might expect of um, T20 cricket in the Caribbean. Oh, it is Johnny. Here he is now. OK. Um, Johnny, well done. Well played. Thanks, Mark. Thank you very much. Nice to watch you. Ease the ball around the ground. You looked in good nick. Yeah, a couple of filthy hacks along the way, but um, yeah, I was, uh, I was I was pleased to be honest with you. Like um, I've spent a bit of time in the middle, but not not a, a huge amount. Uh, I've been working on a few things, and it was nice to um, see those things come out uh, today in uh, in a few of the shots that I played. With the, with the, with footwork or, or, or hands or head position what sort of things it's just my weight really uh, getting my weight through the ball uh, over a period of time now I've, my weight's been back slightly in the crease and uh, just trying to um, just trying to get that going through the ball and, and back down the, the pitch has uh, been something that um, no no one including myself have picked up on for a, a little bit and obviously changing formats uh, from tests to ODIs to Z20s in the space of a couple of weeks um, it highlights uh, a couple of bits and it's great to get back out there and uh, striking the ball is that something you work on with Graham Thorpe um, yeah I think it's something that along the way you, you build relationships with coaches and um, people different people come in so that they'll see different things and it's, it's something that I, we've definitely picked up on enjoy the gloves yeah absolutely um, it's great fun uh, it's, uh, it's been a couple of months since I played any T20 cricket. I mean, we had a pit stop on the way back from Sri Lanka for a bit of T10. But, um, uh, yeah, it's fantastic to be out there with the gloves. It's fantastic to be out there uh, just playing and playing with freedom and uh, a smile on your face. You got a question, Jude? No, it was just outstanding. I'm well on Johnny tonight. I, I was just sort of, I was surprised when seeing this is your, your top score in the in this, in this format of the game. Is it something that you're also working on thinking, right, you know, when you get to 50, you're going to just go on and, and try and get those big total sort of 90s, get into the 100s? Yeah, I mean, I've not opened the batting uh, in this, this format um, uh, before, I don't think, for England. So I think it's uh, that's a, a building block over the next few games um, with a, an opportunity with a few guys being, being rested and um, just to go out and play, whether it be batting at uh, one, two, three, four, five, wherever it may be. I mean... Um, you just got to try and have an impact, uh, and that's that's the most important thing. Trying to get over the line, I was disappointed to to get out. I, I didn't get that right at the end, and um, look, it'd have been nice if that sails sails for six. And that's the way that we're playing. It's positive cricket. Uh, it wasn't directly into the wind. I was um, I just didn't quite get all of it to be honest. Given you had the gloves on, one more question before you go. Sorry, given you had the gloves on, what did you make of the attack tonight? Um, I thought we bowled really well. Um, I thought the variations that the boys used um, and the fields in which they went with uh, straight up. Um, oh, we've seen how destructive Chris Gale's been over a period of time and um, 
to actually say, right, well, we're going to try and shut off a quarter of the field. And Dave Willey swinging the ball and, and doing it how he does was uh, was great to great to see him first up against him and um, created pressure. And therefore, we managed to restrict them and get three in the first six. Great to chat. Danny, need you over at the presentation. I think you might have got a check coming your way. It's all right for a York, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> And he did play well. Mm. A bit of luck when he kept a couple of drops, and, and you know. But I, I like fun of tonight. I, I liked him when he hit the ball on the ground. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he's a fantastic player. He's um he's been really good for England in the last two and a half years or so. He gets his chance, obviously, at the top of the order. He says he, he's not done it before. He sort of floated, but I thought he was outstanding tonight. Tommy Curran's here too. Cheeky bonus. Get a bit of Tom. Well bold. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Big, uh, big high five there from the boy Tudor. He's was, happy with you. No, I was sort of saying, um, obviously your experience out in the Big Bash has given you that confidence and you just brought that over here in your execution of the mixing up the slower balls and getting your Yorkers in. Did the Big Bash give you a big lift and sort of think, yeah, captain, I want to bowl at the death? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something I've always done, but definitely coming back from doing it regularly there, playing regular cricket at the Big Bash has, you know, given me confidence. Um, yeah, you sort of judge yourself on execution. The, the results and the figures aren't always a fair reflection of how you've bowled. So, um, yeah, you know, I was happy with my plans and... T20 cricket's a funny one, isn't it? Sometimes your best balls go for four and then you saw a couple of low full to tosses get the wickets. So, um, yeah, it's good to get the win. Johnny was just saying that from his view behind the stumps, he thought everybody bowled well tonight with their variations, their lengths, and in particular their lines, the sort of plans that worked. Yeah, exactly. Look, I obviously picked up a few wickets, but Rash barely went for a run. Uh, Will started off nicely, should have had a wicket up early. Um, you know, all the boys chipped in the ball beautifully. So, uh, yeah, nice to get the win. Nice to be playing, getting some cricket under your belt, I'm sure. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's obviously 
hard to get in a rhythm when you're not playing, but um, you know we're number one in the world for a reason, so it's uh, it's not an easy side to get into. So you know when you get opportunities like this, just by trying to you know just do the basics well. Tell us, Tommy, you came in and there was just a tremor in the dressing room. Denley and Billings suddenly bang bang, and still seven needed. Pump beating heart. Uh, I mean, we, we hope it's a beating heart. <laughs> was it a pumping heart? Uh, no, nah, not quite pumping. I mean, the sort of the four buyers sees the ease the pressure, and obviously, uh, yeah, saw us over the line. So, um, no, nah, it was good. Well played. Great effort. I think you've got to go and yeah, you got to go and join. Have you got to go? Yeah, you need it over there. Thanks, Tom. Great to see you. Well bowled. You see, they've got good attitudes, haven't they? Yeah. These boys. I like Tom Curran's attitude. For me, I, I don't know. He's off. He's he's playing with Jay Dernbach, someone I played with at at the beginning of his career. He likes bowling at the death. He wants to be that bowler. There's some people that shy away from it. He is not that guy. He wants to bowl at the death. And it was interesting when I on comms, it was interesting to see who would bowl the last over. Will it be Chris Jordan, who also bowled well tonight? It was Tom Com Curran. He was out at backward point boundary. He steamed in and let um, Owen Morgan know that I want to be the man to bowl at the death. And he bowled extremely well tonight. As you said, you're unlucky in T20 cricket. You get it slightly wrong. Your best ball sometimes go for a boundary. But four for 35 or 36 or so, that was outstanding tonight. Yeah, do you know, Morgan uses Adil Rashid a lot at the death too. And, 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 and that takes A, courage from the captain and B, quality and courage from the bowler. Yeah, I, I think Adil Rashid was absolutely phenomenal. I think it was 13 dot balls he had tonight. And what he does is because he's got the variation, it causes all sorts of problems to those lower order batsmen when they're in. They have no idea what way is turning. He doesn't give them that billy bowls. A lot of wrong-uns to the left-handers. He wants them to go across it, so it will spoon up. So that was outstanding tonight from uh, Adil Rashid. We're just waiting for Owen Morgan. We think we'll get him in a minute. He's, he's just doing a number with TV, and then hopefully we'll get him over to... Uh, here he comes. Walking to us now. Excellent. That's immaculate timing. I, I said at that very second, we now need Owen Morgan because it completes the set. Um, Johnny was just saying that from his position behind the gloves, I've asked Tom this question, the guys bowled very well, he thought. Bowled extremely well. And for the first time on this white ball tour, we took early wickets and that put us on the front foot. And to, be, to have the West Indies two or three down early is always a, a powerful place to be because their strength is obviously at the top of the order. But I really thought Adil Rashid coming on after the first six overs was probably the difference within the game. He um, really did make a, a good wicket look like it was difficult. His variation, his aggression that he showed to beat both sides of the bat, I thought really did turn the game on its head for us. Were you the plotter behind, were you amongst the plotters for the Chris Gale plan that worked so well? <laughs> We've had about 15 plans at this stage, so <laughs> whatever works, I'm completely happy with. Um, it was actually a really good catch at a short third man by Adil, but uh, Chris Jordan came in and bowled incredibly well. I know he only bowled three overs today, but the three overs were very valuable as well. And, and the fielding, I mean, other than Adil's early sort of drop, let, let's pretend that didn't happen. Everything else I thought had the right, I thought you came out with a great energy and I thought there was a sense of purpose and belief pretty clear. Yeah, it was certainly one of those days where, well, one of our better days where we did field, I thought, exceptionally well, bar that one drop catch. Considering the wind, how difficult it is, we let Adil off this stage. Um, but, you know, we're always striving for that game where everything does look clean, clear, and calm at the same time. You're put under a lot of pressure, particularly under various times of a T20 game. So as a fielding unit, I thought we were really good today. Now tell me, you just, just it's a hard question for me to ask. I'm going to ask it. Um, what, do you say anything to Sam Billings and Joe Denley? Because really, if we're honest, they should have seen it through for you. 
Um, I think it's a matter of them just because they're, they're new to the group and they haven't played a lot of cricket or are given a long string of games. We want them to come in and feel as comfortable as possible doing their own thing. I'm sure they'll look back at tonight and, and I've missed out on a not out and it been a really clinical performance. But the partnership at the time that it came, I thought, was really important for a run chase, given the wicket, how it played. I'm, I'm still very happy with the way they play, but obviously they'll strive to improve. Any tremor? Did you think, oh, no, we're not going to have a little wobble, are we? No, we tend to bat deep. When Adil's coming up to you and saying, am I 11 today? I think we're in a really reasonably strong position. He, he's very good with the bat and obviously we bat all the way down. Great. Nice performance. Good win. Well done. You're off and running. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks, Owen. Uh, top man, isn't he? Um, he is. Right, come on. Let's stroll across the ground together. Alex Tudor, nice to have you with us, mate. You've well, joined our commentary team, done a great job today, and we've seen a good England performance. Good enough, I think, to say that they're going to give the West Indies a real run for their money. We expect West Indies in St. Kitts to play a whole lot better, don't we? Yeah, I think so. I think this is going to be a little bit of a wake-up call for them. They have to be better with their extras. There are too many extras. You can't afford to bowl extra overs to a good batting lineup as England have. I felt with Owen Morgan there as a captain, you're only really as good as your bowlers and he's got a unit of bowlers that do all sort of similar different things. He's got Willie up front, bowls a bit of swing. Um, Tom Curran, you know, mixes up his pace very well, comes back well at the death. Jordan, a little bit skiddier, a little bit pace, but also mixes up his balls. You've got the big strengthers, Plunkett, who looks to hit the wicket and then you've got Adil Rashid and Joe Denley let's not forget tonight I thought bowled extremely well yes he bowled well yeah, yeah I think he just he allows that because obviously um, Willie didn't bowl his, his quota so he was able to come in bowl three overs and then he's got that that sort of added cushion where he's got a lot of bowlers at the death who can bowl it was a, a toss up between if Curran was going to bowl the last over or, or Chris Jordan and you know when you have a good bowling unit like that it's a great headache for the captain to have. I'm standing in the crease at the pavilion end of the ground, the Darren Sammy ground in St. Lucia, which we finally say goodbye to after Test Match, One Day International and T20 experiences here. I'm imagining playing a few shots. I'm thinking how lovely it must be to represent England in the Caribbean. We're with you again on Friday, uh, 7.25. We hope that you can be with us as well. England have won tonight by four wickets. A pretty convincing performance, you have to say. West Indies began the day as favourites. England have overturned them. An impressive performance. A very happy captain, Owen Morgan, tonight. Congratulations to England. One up in the Caribbean in the T20s. From all of in St. Lucia. And he gets an under edge and is out, caught at the wicket. Too smart for Brathwaite. As this delivery again is shot straight, this has gone down to the throat of Long off. Christopher John is not going to drop it. Allen goes. Can't be giving chances to Chris Jordan. He absolutely catches pigeons either, whether he's in slip or he's in the outfield. And this delivery is short and pulled away. Over the wicket that's gone into the sunset for six. I've never, ever seen a ball clear the Johnson Charles stand in that manner before. Woo! That's links. Karan to Puran. Comes in now on balls. And this delivery is bowled in. Oh, that was on the money. Tom Karan with the last delivery now to the captain, Jason Holder. And Holder is swinging him this straight. Is in the air. A chance for a catch. Catch taken at the long off boundary. 160 for eight off of 20. England need 161. And the first ball is pulled by Alex Hales with enormous power.
huge, strong man reaches the crease. Finally gets the ball in the right place and hits the stumps because of a, a wild stroke from Alex Hales. Oh, that's close to LBW. That's out, LBW. Had to be. Roots hit in front of all three in my mind. No, that's much straighter. So Bairstow pings it over mid-wicket for six. Brathwaite comes in. He's outside. I'll stop. Mid-offs up. It's hit up in the air. It's going to go. And it is. It clears the rope. It clears the fence. And that's his 50 off 27 balls. Yeah, great batting from Johnny Bairstow. He looked up for it this afternoon when I saw him. Brathwaite round the wicket for Morgan. It's short. It's slow. And he's going to straight to Chris Gale, who only needs to waddle two steps to his left. He takes the catch. Bairstow gets a full delivery. That's driven beautifully back for the point. That's going to go for four more. A Christmas gift in March. As David Lloyd would say, that's buffet bowling. Here he comes again. It hits this one high in the air. Catch taken. And Bairstow goals. Here he comes again and bowls. This one is hit in the air. Out to mid-wicket. Is it going to get into the gap? It does. Good cricket there from Joe Denley. Oh, again, the bowl's a bit short. He thrashes that down the ground. A full stroke through, straight mid-off. And now he backs away. That could be out. Denley is caught. Stay calm, Sam Billings. Oh, he hasn't done. He's had a horrible slog. Horrible slog. England have got just a little tremor going on here now. They've all come in now and Tom Curran goes back. The ball's back of a length. He thumps it off the back foot. Nice pull stroke over wide mid-on and England win the first T20 international. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.